This is the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov. This week, we're kind of doing a two-for type of topic. So first and foremost, we're going to be talking about the power of mentors and what that can do for you, for your business. And it's really great for someone who, if you are struggling to get a dream, an idea, a product, a course, a podcast, Whatever it is that you want to get out to the world this year, if you you think you might have some stumbling blocks, then a mentor might be just what you need. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to buy a course or hire a high-priced coach. There are different ways to find mentors. So our guest this week has written a book and it launches, depending on when you're listening to this, in February. So it might be just a few days away. And it really is all about her main mentors and the different things that they taught her. So I'm excited because she's a past client. She's been a student in several of my programs. And you know what? I am just thrilled to celebrate her. So keep listening if you're curious about book launches, finding mentors, and so much more. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, Kelsey. It's so great to chat with you today. It is so fun to be here with you. You know that anytime I can be with you, I'm a happy girl. And so pumped to be here today. Oh my goodness. And I'm sorry, but you might actually hear me break into song in every five seconds because I'm just so excited. Um, Kelsey Chapman um, is a, a woman I've known for it feels forever, but really it's just been a few short years. No, which is five years, four. Yeah. It's kind of insane. Um, actually, yes, it's been at least that because we were living in our, the twinsy house. Yes. When we had the first same met the same <laughs> builder. We were like, wait a second, you live in, and I live in, how does, how was our kitchen the same? Um, anyways, I brought you on today for really one, well, of course, just because I want to have an excuse to talk to you. But the reason I brought you on today is because I am, well, I'm personally more focused on book launches myself, but I'm also really excited. I feel like I've been, I've seen this whole process of you writing this book. And now as of this recording, we are in launch mode, people. And I think that, I think that you're, I, I know, I seem to know a lot of people right now who are in the midst of some part of their uh, launch, not their, their book publishing process. So, so that's what we're excited. That's what we're here for to celebrate your book. I am so excited to get this message out into the world. This is the best launch I've ever done. Thanks to you. I've been, you know, really in a, in and out of launching processes for years, but a, a, a book launch has been different 
than what's ever been required of me and way more vulnerable. I've realized a lot of identity stuff in this book launch of like, oh, I can't fizzle out midway through. I have to keep showing up for eight weeks straight. And I don't get to be tired and just say, I'm done. I'm going to close doors early. That's not an option. And so it's been really good for me, like very stretching, lots of identity stuff, like imposter syndrome, nervousness, social anxiety. It's also longer than a traditional launch runway. And so it's just like two straight months of promotion, kind of three. And it's brought up a lot. It's, it's really stretched me, but it's been good. I, I'm having a good time. I'm learning. I can do it. It's showing me that I can show up that much. Yeah. I've never had that demand on me. Before. Well, you know, what's interesting as you were talking about, like the, I, I'm, I'm already feeling like this whole thing that there is this huge difference. Yes. It's still the same process. You're gathering your kind of your team or your people or your supporters, your launch team. There's a lot of the same elements, but it takes something more than just, Oh, I'm going to do a webinar and I'm going to open the doors to my course, which that is not downplaying that to anybody who's doing that because I do that. And it's very stressful, but it takes an extra kind of layer of, okay, I'm going to, if I, if this work is going to get out to the world, I'm the one who's got to do it. I got to spearhead this. Totally. Like there, there is no outsourcing yourself in this process. And so, you know, in my research, kind of asking other authors, what moved the needle the most for you was hiring that PR firm, the best choice. Like, could you have done it yourself? What did you need to do? Oh, you still outsourced and still had to show up a lot. And so what, what really is required of me and a lot of the things that's like face to camera showing up, having a conversation, move the needle the most. And so there's no one else who can do that part for you. And uh, it has been a process of showing up for me. I have friends that are like, I'm really proud of you for showing up because I know it caught, I never like to do my Instagram stories. Um, Even when I podcasted more frequently, it would always be interview style because that feels like I could hide behind the interview. And these last few months more than ever, no hiding, not an option. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I'm going to just totally out myself this morning because I took a giant step and I knew that I had some other stuff to do today and I knew we were talking, I had such a high level of anxiety and nervous energy that I was like, I canceled two interviews. And I really do apologize to those people. But then as I was going out to kind of center myself before we talked, I was like, you know, Anne, that's not going to be acceptable. You're going to have to show up. You're going to, if there's a 5 a.m. interview, you show up because it's your book. It's your, and, and not just, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely, I see a shift big time in you. And I wonder, well, I wonder, actually, I'm curious, but there's no way to know this, of course. I'm wondering, like, like of course, the launch of the book, there might be the, the initial two months, but you're going to keep kind of driving that train or, you know, you know. Totally. This is a long know, game, baby. I got a, I got an advance to make back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And, and so now I feel like it's really gonna, like, you're going to definitely be on that ride for sure. But I wonder how it's going to have shift the way that you approach other things that you do and other things that you launch. It can't help, but, but actually improve all of that. 
totally. It feels like an up-leveling season. I think because I proved to myself I can do it. You know when you feel that resistance that you're stretching, but it's painful? That has been what it felt like. It's not the type of resistance of like, oh, it's not an alignment. I just shouldn't do it. It's like the kind of resistance of like, oh, like I'm hitting that ceiling and to go further, I have to break through it. And I think I've proven to myself like, oh, I can show up. Will I do as many maybe interviews in a day, every day in the long run? No, but in a launch season, I can now say I've done it for eight weeks straight. I can do it for 10 days next time, you know, and I can choose to be on for those 10 days. That's nothing compared to a eight to 12 week every day thing. And so um, I think I've proven to myself that I can do it. And I think for me, being who I am and how I'm wired, I built a whole business that kind of, I can, I can close the computer for a day or I can stop showing up in the middle of the launch because the only person it really affects is me. But while self-publishing can actually be more profitable these days, um, so this is, this is not a preaching from the rooftops that traditional publishing is the only way to go. Both routes are extremely viable, but for my personality, it was probably a really good route for my first book to be with a traditional publisher because they are my business partner. They paid for the production of this book. They gave me an advance to write it and I owe them. So I have to show up. It's not just I can stop midway through or I can go a little softer. It's like, oh, I have to answer to someone. And, and I think that's really good for my personality at all. No, for real. Like <laughs> I, I came back and forth as well about self-publishing, but, but I'm also that person who does really well when I, I'm very performative. Yes. And I found that out in other areas of my life too. But I think in this situation, it's actually a good thing to know that about yourself. It serves me well to know that I will probably do better on something that is a goal. Like I have to watch myself performing in other areas, but sometimes in business, like, okay, this is a goal I have. I have to perform. But when I'm only answering to myself, when performing doesn't feel good, I can just kind of stop. But when I answer to someone else, I'm like, okay, wow. Like my, my, I will rise to the occasion my people pleasing is coming in handy. I get on a marketing call with my publisher and I'm like, are you proud of me? You know? And so was that a good idea? I thought so too. And so it's been, it's served me well. And it, it's been a really like interesting case study on myself. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. That's really interesting to observe my level of follow through in this launch versus others. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I definitely, I want to, I want to know more about that because it's, it is interesting because you're like, um, I don't know, like I'm the same way where, where sometimes I'll just get bratty during my launch and I'll just be like, I don't actually have to do this. This is my choice. This affects no one. And I, I'll like, in my head, it's like this little bratty girl, you know, saying I can do what I want. And it's like, I'm done. I don't have to do this if I don't. I'm done. I'm I done know. with this. <laughs> and it's like, I think also ha having some like bread and butter retainer clients have made me lazy in my launches in the past because it's like, well, but I've got income. This is just like the cherry on top. And it's like, well, if I ever want this to scale and grow, I should probably treat it like it's not the cherry on top. And, and I think, 
because this launch is not necessarily income driven, it's performance driven. Like I, I made a commitment and have to honor it. It's again, served me really well in my follow through. I mean, you've watched me go radio silent. That one launch where I thought I'd lost all my ads dollars in like a week, I dropped off the face of the earth on like day five of a 10 day launch with, with everyone. I'm, I'm sure I remember voice memoing people from the bathtub, just running a bath crying. And (laughs) I just like, I, I look back at really hard launching seasons and I'm like, I don't think it'll ever feel that hard again. Cause I've pushed through now. Right. Well, I'm curious, like, do you think that there's, do you think that now that you're working on this, this is, there's a diff, there's a different feeling obviously and commitment to the actual work itself. And we'll talk about what the book is about in just a second. Uh-huh. Okay. But, um, there's a commitment to that. And there's like something inside of you that says, yes, this is, you know, so the, there is an alignment piece that had to come in at the very beginning, you know, but I think when you're starting this online business, I think we get kind of caught up in what other, like, it's not to say that, I don't know how to describe this. It's almost like, well, I have to have an online course. So here's what my online course is going to be about, but we don't feel that sense of commitment to it that we might, let's say a book or something else that we've yeah, I think with a book, like naturally you're, you're more baked in and it's more personal, you know, even though a book and a course might be relaying information, especially if you're in the business space, it's my book's not a business book, but has some business lessons in there. Um, it's going to be strategy, but I think even the written format feels a little more personalized than a course. And so for me, I have e-courses, I have services, and I have a book, and I am by far sharing the most personalized parts of me in the book. And so I think that's been different to show up for in some ways it's felt more, more vulnerable because it's like, oh, these are my stories. Like why on the days imposter syndrome creeps in, it's like, why would someone want to know my stories? They don't care. Um, but then when I like reframe that, I'm like, but this, this story serves someone to, to look around their life and assess their story and their version of it. And so, you know, I, I think, it's, it's required me to not hide behind strategy, like everything else I've ever done. I'm like, oh, but I'm giving them tools for them. It's all about them. It's all about them. It's all about them. And this book is about serving the reader, but it's different. It's not as, it's not as cut and dry as this is just a tool. It's also my story. So I have to show up more. So that's been, been interesting. I mean, it's just, it is just interesting. I'm, I'm sure that uh, we will have many conversations about this over the next year. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious how things are going to definitely unfold for the book wise. Um, why don't we just quickly talk about the actual book and what is the book's name and what is, what is the basic overview? (laughs) This is where I get to also gush over Anne, but my book is called what they taught me, recognizing the mentors who will take you from dream to done. And I know that 
you know, without the women who've invested in my life, I would have extended pretty much every life lesson by a good five or 10 years. And so I am so thankful for the women who have really generously shared their wisdom with me and it shortcut my process. And I'm a learner. Like I love to invite input into my life. You know this, but I also will turn around and tell everything I learned to someone a few steps behind me. And so I started having friends. I've always wanted to write more stories than strategy. I do strategy, strategy by day, stories by night. And um, I knew I'd write a book, but when I sat down and this is kind of what came out in a first essay on paper, I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. Like I love women investing in women. I'm a girl power type of girl. I love people sharing their wisdom and I've had someone come along every part of my life and share what they know to, to shortcut my distance to success, not success as in, as in I've arrived and know it all, but success as in like, Oh, I didn't have to learn that the long, hard way. They learned it the long, hard way for me and pass it on to me. I'll learn some other lessons that or the long, hard road, and I'll pass that on to someone else. And we can just have this little circle of life going. But, you know, specifically when I got into this online business world, I had no idea what I was doing, as many of us don't. And I found you, Anne, and I was like, not only are have you built a business that I admire and do what I want to do, maybe a different facet of what I want to do, but like overall the business model, this is what I want. You also had a life aligned with my values. And I think that's really important in finding a mentor. Like mm-hmm. you're a present mom, you're a present friend, you have relationships in your life. And I don't only want to build a business and leave no room for that stuff. And that's certainly an option. And so when I, when I looked at the life you'd built from an outsider's view. It wasn't like I had a front row seat at that point, total outsider <laughs> at that point. <laughs> no, I do. Um, but <laughs> you know, it's you, you can only learn so much through Google and Instagram, but overall I was like, okay, like she, she has values that I want to integrate into my business. And I just, signed up for your program. I'd been on your email list for years or like maybe two years at that point and was like, I found my girl and my girl. And I am forever changed by your investment in my life would not be where I am today. So shameless plug for, um, Anne's programs right now, sign up for her. (laughs) Um, but I just, I am forever impacted by your generosity. I will say too, like, I think there's a, I think a mentor is a step beyond a coach. And sometimes you start with someone as your coach, but the relationship transitions and deepens into that mm-hmm. of a mentor. Um, it doesn't always do that, but thankfully that happened in our um, instance. It's, it's not always the right timing or the right season for that to happen with every relationship, but it, the stars aligned. Yes. And I'm so thankful. Well, you know, I was going to tell you something. So yesterday I was um, introducing someone who's speaking to one of my groups and um, I knew that for sure that I was going to probably say the same thing today about you because there are certain people that just kind of come into your life and you probably have those as well, like where you're the mentor mm-hmm. and you just, you either meet them, they come into your program, they come into your world some way and you just know 
there's something there. There's something, there's something, I don't want to say special, but there's something special. You're special. I okay. felt it, but I'll totally receive it. You know, I wasn't going to make you say that about me, but I was definitely going to say that about you. <laughs> You're like, yes, I was special. Um, anyways, <laughs> so when I, when I met you, I just knew that there was something extra, extra there that I, that I wanted to be part of. And like, I didn't know how it was going to, you know, it's not like you ever said, Ann, will you be my mentor? <laughs> or I never said, Hey, Kelsey, can I, I just, open the doors and just was like, I want to, I want to support this woman. I know that she's got so much to share so much heart and so much, um, the same, like I was even, well, the second I saw your kitchen, I was like, oh, well, it's a done deal. We have the same <laughs> So, but at the same time, like I could see that you had something. And when I can see beyond like the course, that's when I know. If I see someone doing a course, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. They're doing a course. But then I'm like, well, wait a second. What's that? And I look in the, into the distance and I'm not, I don't, I'm not like a psychic or anything, but I can, I can definitely feel that there's something else there. And honestly, I feel like it's, it's probably what we're going to talk about after this. And that is that I didn't, I feel like I was fortunate as well to get support along the way, but I probably could have had more. And I felt like I was always putting up that block to it, but I felt like you were just like welcoming it in in a way that was not like, help me, but it was just very easy. I, I love input. And one thing that has been challenging in sharing this message is like, I'm not trying to cultivate stage five clingers here. Like, don't be a weirdo when asking for people to be your mentor, <laughs> you know? You gotta <laughs> warn me before you say stuff like that. I nearly threw <laughs> up my coffee. You know? And so... I am, I am encouraging people to put themselves out there and invite mentors to the tablescape of their lives, but don't be a weirdo about it. And I think uh, I knew there was something special. I remember, like, I'm never a person who, like, joins a contest and thinks I'm going to be chosen. Like, I'm not the lucky one, you know, usually. But you but, knew. <laughs> but I remember filming my video for your program because it was uh, it was a beta, like you were choosing who was going to be your person. And I was like, I just feel like there's something here. It felt like one of those divine appointments in life. And so, but that's still, there's two people in the equation. You had to feel that too. And so, you know, sometimes the person you want to be your mentor, it doesn't always work out. It certainly hasn't worked out for me, but I, this is like a dating phrase typically, but I think it's applicable for mentorship as well. Sometimes rejection is redirection and it just opens the door for another voice in your life. And so I, and it's kind of like dating. You don't find your perfect match on the first date. A lot of the time you go on some awkward first dates along the way and you're like, oh, wow, that's the land. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of all the dating analogies here because there was a, there was a person who I thought I, he was using all the language of, he wanted to be my mentor. We're not talking about dating, Hopefully. but like, but when I tried to label it and I said, I would love it if you would be my mentor. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It <laughs> is like dating. <laughs> Don't label us. Don't label us. Not, I hadn't, that yet. It got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It has, there's so many dating analogies, man. Sometimes you kiss a few frogs. Yeah. So like, I, I actually, so what would you say then like is a great way to 
to kind of nurture that mentor thing, because I do think there is something. Some people will be like, I'm looking for some mentees, but some people will not. And you have to kind of not call it anything because you never said that to me. I never said that to you. I think it was a few years before I was like, I really just referenced you as a, I was like, Anne's my mentor, Anne and Amber, they're my mentors. I'm not asking you, you are my mentor. Yeah, like they've mentored me. If they don't, I mean, at some point, if they need to cut me off, it's fine, but uh, (laughs) please don't. Uh, So I I think for me, you you don't want to come on too strong. You don't want to be needy. No one really has capacity for like just a, needy person in their life by choice (laughs) and so I I just am a fan of reading the room like maybe you maybe you're kind of in conversation with that person that says I'm looking for people to mentor okay it's probably safe to call that person a mentor and say will you be my mentor early on that's probably a natural label early on if they're saying that But if it's just a casual relationship that you start to feel like it's progressing beyond um, a coaching relationship, like maybe you're paying and in a business context, sometimes in a life context, it's not like normal to be in a paid mentoring relationship, but say in a business one, if it just starts to progress beyond that and you go beyond the extent of like maybe your time together, that might be safe to kind of be like, yeah, you've mentored me in this season. Mm-hmm. You're willing to keep it going. Um, <laughs> and then also I think like it will always serve you well to give back. I feel like. Um, That's what I was going to say about stuff that I've, I've like, and, and here's the thing. I just think that you can't get too far ahead of yourself. You do just have to say, well, I'm learning so much from this person's teaching or you can call it mentorship, but I think that you, the second you feel, wow, I've learned a lot from this person. I'm immediately shifting into what can I do for them right now? Like I got to do something. I'm going to share something, retweet, whatever I've got to do. Well, yeah. And you know, like I, I, I hesitate to use this phrase because it sounds like I'm positioning us there, but it's lonely at the top. I'm not saying I'm at the top or have arrived. That's Me too, not, by the way. So pretentious. But if you think about your mentors, call them, they've arrived, they're at the top. They probably don't feel that way, but just for the, for the sake of an illustration, they probably are going to feel pretty noticed too when you seek to give back to them because they're out, they're pouring out all day long. And so when someone gives back to them, they notice and they're like, wow, this might be a safe person to let in another layer because they're not just a taker. They're also giving. And so in the role of a mentee, if you just recognize, man, I'll give back and it, it will make the mentor that's investing in me feel valued. I think it'll take you a long way. I'm not suggesting to like give to get, but it just is, I think, a natural life principle of when you invest yeah. back in people, it yields a deeper connection. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I'm even thinking of um, someone that I consider a mentor and I I don't even think about it now. It's second nature for me to always share her stuff. If I see something, usually her material resonates with me on some level. I'm like, like, share, easy. Yes. It's easy to have that continuous, like, but, you know, and we weren't, I, I did invest to work with her at the very beginning of my business. Um, it's Marie, you know, I still look at her as a mentor, but it's not like I, I don't talk to her on the regular. I don't like 
but you, you know, know she's available should you need to ask her something yeah if I had if I was in a jam and I'm like Marie Forleo is the only person who knows this answer I can go to Marie if I need yeah. to you know but I don't I'm it's not like I'm on the phone don't, don't miss mishear me here I'm not we're not like having popcorn <laughs> parties and zoom zoom chats and all the time you know but I think, I think that's a beautiful illustration too, because sometimes mentors are more present in a certain season, but yeah. you've built that relational equity to be able to go back and say, Hey, like, I actually really need your, your eyeballs on this. I need your input specifically in this season. And if you have really cultivated a relationship where you've also given back and when, where you've, you know, built trust and connectedness that, vo that voice can be in your life, maybe not as frequently, but still as still carrying as much weight forever. Yeah. You know what I was going to ask you, because something that just dawned on me, I was just like, well, you know, most people who consider themselves, you know, like teachers, leaders in some way, not only do they like to hear that you've helped them in some way, even if you took a course, you take a course with somebody online and you're like, wow, that bit, that course changed my life. And like, whatever, they answered a question on a, a coaching call, you telling them that, they can use that in their, oh. they can use that in their marketing. So Record don't feel bad video. about telling someone. Record it in a video, send it to them, use it, say, Hey, feel free to use this as a testimonial, but I also needed to tell you, and not only can they use it, it will keep them going on an inevitable bad day. Like no one is immune to bad days and it's right. Be hard for them, even if you think they've totally arrived, they've made it. They have some bad days where someone calls them out, someone leaves a bad review, whatever. And you, your message might be the exact thing they needed to keep going. You know, I have a folder called Sunshine in my email inbox of just, oh, okay, like I needed that today, or I got my first mediocre review on Goodreads, and I was like, <gasps> it spoke to every insecurity I had about the book, and just was leveled for the rest of the day it hurt my feelings but then some of the good reviews it's like okay I'm not everyone's cup of tea but that good review I it, it keeps me going that this book did speak it maybe didn't speak to everyone but it spoke to some people so great I can keep going with it you know it's yeah. not a total dead <laughs> yeah exactly I mean yes of course we want everyone to kind of love us and, yes. and cherish us, but those other, those other things also keep us grounded that, mm -hmm. that aren't like the, oh my gosh, changed my life, whatever, you yeah. know, like, even if we don't get that, that's fine. But I think back to like mentoring, I would, I, I want to know, like, do you, how is the book kind of like organized? You just talk about different stories. You talk about how to find a mentor. What, what, what is the book? How is it kind of? Yeah. So it's mapped out with every chapter being the name of a mentor who taught me a specific lesson. So we've got an and chapter in there. Stay tuned. You want to know <laughs> the magic? You got to <laughs> come on over um, and read about Anne. I, um, you know, I really started thinking through when I was mapping out the the structure of the book is like, what are the specific lessons? And also, you know, from a practical standpoint, I have to boil this down into lessons that's also applicable to the reader and not just, you know, stories from my life. Um, <laughs> and so every chapter is basically a lesson from each mentor. And I, I'm 
structured it that way too because I think it's important to remember that your mentor can't be everything to you they like your spouse can't even be everything to me so why would a mentor ever be that like that that would be a crazy expectation and you're you're bound to chase a lot of mentors away if you think they're going to be everything to you and so I I specifically chose like this mentor taught me this lesson to model that you can have different voices in your life for different purposes and that's actually really good and really yeah. healthy and it takes the pressure off the mentor to feel like they have to have everything figured out to invest in you it takes the pressure off being a mentor of like cool, I don't have it all together in all areas, but I can pass along my, what I've learned in this one or two yeah. or three. And so each chapter is a lesson with questions that kind of the reader can, can reflect on to think, oh yeah, I probably have someone in my life who models that. Maybe I could meet with them more regularly. Yeah. And so um, that's how it's structured. And it was really fun to like, you know, I, I obviously, these are my stories, but it was fun to bake out the tangible. Sometimes you don't really analyze what you've learned, but it was really fun to think through like you coming into my life at such a pivotal. I mean, I, it really was, I was burning the candle at both ends, closed a magazine that summer, took a total sabbatical, like a few months later, was bored on my sabbatical and like, I think I'm going to go on a get a job at anthropology for fun. And it's like, no, you're supposed to stop working. Um, I just like could not slow down. I was totally addicted to the, to working 12 hours a day, probably because I built all my self-worth on it, you know? And you I know just, that game. <laughs> yeah. You were just there with me as I, as I built, as I crashed and burned, as I rebuilt. <laughs> and it, it was fun to like, really be like wow I I really would not be where I am today without Anne and so I'm so thankful oh my gosh well this was not meant to be um <laughs> crying can't. she's like she's like looking at the screen like hmm, do I see a tear there <laughs> <laughs> you are not Barbara Walters right now <laughs> do not make me cry well, I just, I, I love, I love, first of all, I love that. That's a very simple structure because it's like, Ooh. And then I think it does help the reader just say, Oh yeah. You know, like Anza, and I learned that from Anna. I learned that from, I, I'm not going to give away any of the other names from that person and that person. And oh, okay. Like it, it does help you. I think, see that you can have people come into your life for different reasons and as you were talking about this, it's like, it's really your job, not the mentor's job, I think, to figure out what those lessons are. And I, I mean, like right now I'm thinking I can, I mean, and maybe everyone listening, like look around in your life, who is there, you know, who is there that you are learning from? And I know it feels, feels really powerful to call someone a mentor. What do you think about that? Like. I found that it's, it's been interesting. Some people like love it and some people feel uncomfortable by it. Even some of the women who have mentored me and they're like, what, me, you know, like kind of that, but like real, really, you know? Um, and then some are just, I think we all want to live a life of impact. Right. And we, we're in a, a cultural era of being obsessed with fame. I mean, everyone wants a platform and wants to be famous, but I think this 
has been really fun to just acknowledge the women in my life who are like, you changed my life. And by acknowledging that they realize like, oh, my impact doesn't it like my impact is literally the people around my dinner table. Maybe it's an online dinner table. Can you we, know, I keep thinking this thought in my head, like, can we just normalize this? Like telling yeah. people like deeply how you impacted, like, can we normalize that? Yeah. Like, when someone tells me I impacted them, like I, I went to the school and the whole tagline was stop for the one. And I've been thinking about that a lot with this book launch of like for the one reader, if this message was worth it, even when I get a bad review, cool. Like it was worth the work it took to bring it into the world. And when I get that piece of feedback from that one person of like, wow, I, I went and asked someone to mentor me today, or I, I invited someone to coffee or whatever. I'm like, awesome. Like that is what keeps me going. So if I can give that feedback to a mentor that will encourage them to keep investing in people because those lives might be changed. What a win, you know, Yeah. stop for the one. I love that. I love that. I, I ask myself that a lot, even in my business, like, cause again, I, I can get caught up in the, the numbers, the Instagram growth, do I have the swipe up all the things. And it's like, but if I did this and one, one person's life was changed because it, because of it, is it equally impactful to me? Do I yeah. really value that as impactful? Well, I was impactful by someone investing in just me, not an audience. So like, how, how does that translate for me? Is this, this is impact, even if it's just one person. And right. Yeah. I think that, um, as you're saying all this, the thing that I want to like, say that it just is coming out to me is just saying, if you want to impact people, how about impact the person who helped you by telling them what, what you learn from them, what you gain from them, or even just telling the people around you what, what value they bring into your life. You know, if you want to bring impact to the world, just start there, start at your dinner table. Totally. And we're like all starved for connection, but we we're already, we really, it might make someone's day and encourage them to keep going by just hearing one piece of like thoughtful feedback that like you impacted me. And so I know it's uncomfortable sometimes. Like I'm more emotional than others. So like, I am like, let me just gush and tell you how. Oh, I'm a gusher. I'm a gusher. I love gushers. And I know that some people listening are like, that is so unnatural to me. But if you can just sit down, reflect on someone, almost like keeping a gratitude journal, but call it an impact journal. Like who impacted me in a special way? And what are two sentences I could tell them to just text them right now, you know? Oh my gosh, just imagine if we all sent like even just one text a day to someone that impacted us for whatever reason, whenever, even if it was totally out of context, that would be amazing. I'm getting business ideas, man. I'm like, ooh, the impact text. (laughs) (laughs) The impact 100, go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, well, I, you know, honestly, I I really want to talk to you too about the launch, but I think we're going to do, I'm going to invite you to do a debrief of like this launch period. Um, we'll do that after, maybe we'll do it on like Facebook live or something like that, just so it's like fun and easy and stuff. But because I know that there's so much going on, but I want to encourage everyone to check out Kelsey and where do they go to like, learn about the book, learn about you. The book is anywhere books are sold, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Target. Um, it's called what they taught me. And then you can also find me on Instagram, Kelsey Chapman, KelseyChapman.com for my website. And I am just 
I love meeting new friends. So come on yes, over. Yes, she does. She's amazing. And, um, you know, the mentor that she calls me a mentor, like she's mentored me. I've learned so much from her. I literally um, applied one thing you told me this week, by the way, <laughs> night and day. You've impacted many people from that. Oh, well, that that lights me up. You know, I love swapping strategy. So you've invested so much in me. It's only like natural that when <laughs> I learn, I'm going to share it with you. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Can't wait till catch on Boxer. Yeah, catch on Boxer. Okay. <laughs>